0: Do you like to binge watch TV? Did you know you could binge listen to podcasts? Head over to electronicmediacollective.com where they have podcasts for days. You like podcasts about wrestling? They have that. Do you like podcasts about TV and film? They have that. Do you like podcasts about horror? EMC has that too. Do you like comedy? Do you like books? Guess what? They've got you covered. Head over to electronicmediacollective.com Pick your favorite podcast today.
1: Hi, this is Kevin Mangold from Red Clover, and you're listening to Moose's Monster Mash.
0: You're listening to Moose's Monster Welcome, horror hounds, to the Lost episode of Moose's Monster Mash. I am your host, Moose, and if you are listening last month, you know who's joining me this month, but in case you weren't, joining me this month is Billy Zombily Peck. Hello! Top of the morning to ya. And there it is. Call it the Lost episode, because we did this last year, but due to some nefarious magic or something, all the audio disappeared it's march it's time for leprechaun maybe this time it'll actually stick <laughs> let's hope so if not we're just you know doomed to i mean we're just bound and determined not to have this episode
1: yeah we'll just we're just two friends that get together and talk about the leprechaun series once a year just just for fun
0: and no one gets to hear what we thought hear our thoughts yeah but yeah, Leprechaun, thirty it, thirty years ago this year, this movie came out. Well this this franchise started rather. Mm-hmm. And it, it it really is just this comedic franchise. And it, it gets goofier as we go along, but the the first one in particular is a really solid outing. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's it's got solid horror, it's got Great kills, great comedic timing. I mean, it it, it, it hits all the marks for what horror should be. And yet it's also very 90s.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: You know, I mean, just rewatching it, it's like, oh, yeah, this is definitely a 90s movie.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And, you know, it's funny. Everyone always talks about, you know, Jennifer Aniston's like breakout performance in this. Honestly, I like Mark Holton's performance better because it's almost that, uh, like, doomsayer trope type that was prevalent in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Like, he kind of knows what's going on, but no one believes him. Yeah. Because
1: he's kind of the, the town fool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yo, but, you know, he believes in leprechauns. He believes in fairies and magic and all this stuff. And when everything starts going on, he's like, it's a leprechaun. And like, no, no, it's not. And, yes, yes, it is. Right. You know, so w- watching his character go is, I-, I think, my favorite part of the first movie.
1: And, you know, to step back for a moment, I don't know that it's so much Jennifer Aniston's known for her breakout performance, it's that it's her first
0: movie. No, it, it, yeah. Yeah.
1: And, um, I mean, it really did, stu- you know, And
0: to give credit, it did launch her into the trajectory of where she is now. I mean, from here, it was, I mean, almost directly into, you know, the line for Friends and then Superstar sure. Mm-hmm. So, and yep. she did a killer job. So, I, I can't knock it.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah, no, um... I- definitely a a fan of the leprechaun series um you know i i always when i first started getting into horror films i think for uh, you know certain a certain demographic your first introduction is slasher characters mm mm-hmm. um You know, obviously, if you go before that, you know, you have the Frankenstein, Dracula, Wolfman, all of that. But for a certain generation, it's Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees. And I always, because, you know, you and I were both born in the mid 80s. So by the time that we're like really seeing this stuff and really picking up on it, it's in the 90s. Yeah. So Leprechaun is... Is, you know, that generation's uh, slasher characters.
0: Uh you it's, know, yeah, it's new, it's
1: exciting. And so I always lumped the Leprechaun in with the likes of Freddy, Jason, Michael, mm-hmm. Leatherface, you know, all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, uh, always enjoyed Leprechaun. And, you know, I remember a lot of, you know, people. Our age, you know, being younger, you know, and and them especially looking back how they talk about how the leprechaun was like horrifying to them. Like they don't necessarily think of the cheesiness or the comedic elements or or any of that. They just recall like this very gruesome, ugly looking leprechaun, you know, with gnarly teeth and and, you know, on a killing spree.
0: Oh yeah, and like, looking back, and upon a couple rewatches of this, you know, it, it's interesting, the Leprechaun series kind of falls into that mid-range of safe entry-level horror, like, yeah. super entry-level, you have, like, universal stuff where you see, like, absolutely no gore. Everything's off-screen, or it's, you know, discolored. You know, yeah. and then there's the kid horror movies and then you get to Leprechaun where the cools are the cools are kill. The kills are <laughs> cool but the the gore's tame. It's still funny. You know, it, it's not designed yeah, to scare your pants off.
1: And there you know there's no nudity or you know in the first one.
0: Yeah. They say not until we hit Vegas and you know what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> you know, but yeah it, it's good. Like, especially for the 90s, you know, as we were, you know, coming up, it was, at that time, it was good for us, you know, to be coming into that era, you know, because at that point, Jason, Freddy, and Michael, for most people, would have been too scary. And here comes this little leprechaun, you know, wise cracking leprechaun, who, yeah, he's a murderer, but he's going to have fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: you know and it, it, it's interesting because the whole time i'm watching this i was thinking about you know our other podcast you know zoobly Zoo podcast and you know we had an episode talking about the limerick leprechaun yes. i was like this is a limerick leprechaun
1: oh of course yeah you know again <laughs> you think about where horror went and you know freddie is the top dog at this time you know i mentioned Uh, Michael and Jason and Leatherface and, uh, you know, all of them, they don't talk. Once you get Freddy, we have this personality, Mm -hmm. you know, and and sometimes kind of a jokester and and puns and stuff like that. And, And Chucky, you know, is very popular at this time. So by the time that we get the Leprechaun, yeah, you know, he very much is... Uh, you know, it it works very well with that le- leprechaun lore of you know rhyming and and all of this stuff and and coming up with not only creative kills but creative one liners. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, and it's like, and I I think what they were going for because like I I think we can both agree throughout the entire franchise, the writing isn't the greatest. However. There's a lot of memorable one-liners, a lot of memorable kills, and it's just, it's like a lot of one-off spots where they were trying to hit, and they landed those perfectly. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, this isn't a movie you're going to sit down and be like, this is the best story I've ever watched. No. But no. it is 100% a fun yearly, it, it's a, not even yearly, it's a fun movie to just put in and watch. Sure. You know, I mean, I, I think I watch it like three times a year. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's fun to throw in.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, for me, you know, at least one Leprechaun movie, you know, depending on like what's going on in my my schedule and all of that, um, at least one Leprechaun movie will be, you know, put on, you know, during St. Patrick's Day. But it's also, you know, surpasses just, you know, a holiday You know, it's it's Mm -hmm. one of those things that, like, if I'm in the mood for, like, a slasher movie with a fun character, Leprechaun is there and may get watched.
0: Yeah, it's it's one I don't mind watching around my kids. And all that said, I don't recommend watching all of them back to back. You will hurt your you will feel uh, numbed by the end of the movie marathon.
1: Ah, I mean, yeah, look uh, that's a, uh, it
0: probably is. a personal... Mileage may vary.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know that like, I don't have a problem with that, but I'm also the type who, if I have the time, I love doing movie marathons. So, uh, that's fun for me. So, it, you know, again, it really just depends on the viewer, but
0: as I say, it's definitely up to, uh, you know, you, you, your personal preference and how much camp and puns you can take in a sitting, and for sure, it's funny. I thought I had a pretty high threshold. <laughs> I was mistaken. So we finished Leprechaun, and then we move to Leprechaun Two. Mm-hmm. Now this is where we get where it gets a little interesting because th- this kind of starts the fan theory that throughout this entire franchise, these are all different leprechauns or leprechaun in different points of time. Because none of these are, like, they're sequels, but they're not sequels. You know, they don't really feed off of the one before. <clears throat> you know, here, you have leprechaun looking for a wife. hmm And you get a really cool scene with a guy making out with a lawnmower.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean... You know that, that that's what we're talking about. Just like the inventive kills, yes. Uh, really cool Easter egg with Clint Howard.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, why don't you go hang out at the? You know, there's a nice ice cream shop down the street. Yeah, yeah, you know, that, that was a nice little uh throwaway.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, again, solid outing. You know, it's just yeah, it, it, much like the first one. Very, it's very formulaic. He wants his gold. He wants his wife. You know, there are sure. two. Uh, that that's the two things that are are the carry through through everything.
1: Yeah. No. You know, and and I don't think necessarily like like you said, you know, fan theory stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> um I don't I really don't think obviously I don't know. I can't guarantee, but I'd almost guarantee <laughs> they did not put that kind of thought into no. it. No. It is again, I say this very loosely. It is 100% just continuity issues. It's
0: the multiverse of Leprechaun.
1: It's, it's it's just like you brought up. You know, look, the writing isn't the greatest. You know, what are we going to do? Like, the continuity of the Jason movies isn't very good either. No. Are we going to start claiming that they're all different Jasons? Because in well, part, I mean... and, and I'm just saying in one, you know, <laughs> it's like, oh, his his bad eyes, his left eye. And then the next his bad eyes, his right eye. And then it goes back like it's it's poorly put together franchises. That's all it is. And,
0: you know, and that's part of what makes some of these uh, top tier franchises the best. I mean, you, you, you have to suspend, you know, you, you suspend disbelief long exactly. enough. Exactly. And it makes for a really fun watch. Now,
1: because there are parts where things do line up, and then there's stuff where it's like they just didn't care. mm -hmm. They just wrote something.
0: Oh yeah, you know, and yeah, it's throughout this whole you know two, you know, you you get to see a little bit more magic, a little bit more lore. Sure,
1: And, and and the cool thing is is that I like about the second one that should be noted. You know, is that it does show some of uh, his backstory Mm -hmm. you know it goes back to ancient ireland uh you know for parts and you know that you know there was a wife he was chasing then and now there's a wife he's chasing now and oh they look the same or you know yeah um you know that whole trope as well um but regardless of continuity or this or that like it's just it's it's fun to see him back like in his his element of, of Ireland and, and all of that. Oh, yeah. But then transported to, are they in Los Angeles, essentially? I
0: think so, that that area. You know, it's
1: the Hollywood tour, like star yeah. tour that they're doing or whatever. Um, You know, so uh, just everything about the Leprechaun, most things about the Leprechaun, I should say, essentially starting after the first one is... Fun settings. hmm that's, that's what our trajectory is going to turn into here. Oh, yeah. The first one is just, it's just a movie where a leprechaun is there in a house. Okay, cool, whatever. Second one, we're seeing ancient Ireland and essentially Los Angeles. I don't remember if it says specifically, but, you know, there's that.
0: Let's say drinking competition in a bar.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, first time you get to see the, uh, you, you see him locked up in a safe. Now I, I bring that up because it comes up again later. Mm-hmm. Um, so that becomes a nice through line. Um, you know, th- th- that gets added to the lore of essentially how to beat the leprechaun. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, tons of great jokes, still nobody outside of the like immediate, Group is believes that it's a leprechaun. I mean, why would you? It's St. Patty's Day, basically. Sure. Yeah, you know, it's uh, all this crap's going on. There's just this little guy running around. <laughs> um, let's move to a different town. Yes, let's go to Vegas.
1: My favorite of the series,
0: and th- there's a there's a lot to take in with this one because. It not only is, in my opinion, this when it when Leprechaun meets its like pop culture status, because I mean, there's a lot of pop culture stuff like the Elvis impersonations, the magic. I was just going to
1: say the exact same thing. Yeah.
0: I mean, this is, you know, it's it's ingrained in pop culture now. They hammered it home in this movie. Yeah. But they also introduce the medallion Mm
1: -hmm. that
0: can stop him. Mm hmm. And the idea that you can be turned into a leprechaun through his
1: bite, right? Very, you know, werewolf type or vampire, or...
0: uh, which kind of makes you wonder what happened to Anderson's dad in the first one. <laughs> hmm. You know, maybe this is her dad running around uh, somewhere. <laughs> That's why it's it is different leprechauns. You just bites them and they pop another one out. Um. But no, this one is hilarious. I mean, of the franchise, I think this I think three is hands down the funniest of the movies.
1: Yeah, and I, I think I don't know, it, it it's it's funny, it's it's exciting, it it uh I think it is one of the more stronger mm-hmm. ones, you know, production wise, and and you know, look. Leprechaun is, is all about his gold. Where is the best place for gold and money? Yeah. Vegas. He loves Vegas.
0: Yeah. Best place to lose your gold Vegas.
1: And, you know, uh, granting wishes. Uh, so many people in Vegas and who gamble, uh, are superstitious. They want those wishes. Mm-hmm. They want, you know, you know, all this stuff. Um, he can grant you your wishes and they're not thinking, you know, so you see, you know, things, you know, not really worked out in their favors.
0: Well, and the one thing I love about going back and rewatching the third one is this is right at this, right at the start of the, uh, uh, internet popularity. So you kind of get,
1: Oh, right.
0: So you get, you know, when he's in the pawn shop, the guy essentially Googling, you know, what to do with a leprechaun. Yeah. Where, I mean, it's all, it's commonplace now. Yeah. But back in, I think it would have been 95, that was all new and fresh and yeah. completely foreign. You know, I mean, we, we were just making the changeover from, I need to look this up in a book to, yeah. oh, we have this.
1: We have to go to the library.
0: Yeah, we we, we can do this on a computer. What? Yeah, yeah, and it's like It's a time capsule for that window. Yeah, you're
1: right. I didn't think about that. Yep.
0: <laughs> and so every time I watch it, it, just reminds me that, yeah, that was right at that, eight, you know, right at that era where everything started to shift, mm-hmm. and now it's we have it, at blink of an eye, man. It's insane. You know what else is insane? A Leprechaun in Space. Oh, boy. <laughs> and I know in the past I have railed on this movie and railed on space franchise movies. But I got to say, I think I'm coming around to it. it you know, it's look, just pure goofiness.
1: Yes. Um. You know, I, I just said my favorite Leprechaun movie. Well, least favorite Leprechaun movie here. But it's still one of those things where, again, like like I said earlier, if I am in the mood for Leprechaun, I'll watch Leprechaun. Sometimes I've watched all the other ones so much I want something different. I will still go and watch Leprechaun in space. Well, and as you were saying with you are coming around on it, I think you know that's a good testament to – To really, really any bad movie in a franchise that you care about. Yeah. You know, there are, look, arguably, you know, Halloween 5 or Resurrection are considered some of the worst of the franchise. But there's still some pretty cool stuff in there. Mm -hmm. And... And I've always been a believer of this, and it doesn't mean it'll work every time, but if you don't like something the first time you see it, give it another shot. If you care enough about it, that now that you know what it is and that it's not that good or that it's not a great storyline or it's cheesy or whatever the case is, well, now you know that. So maybe you might find some stuff you appreciate later.
0: Say once the initial shock of, whoa, what did I just watch is gone, Mm -hmm. just sit back and enjoy it for what it is. They knew what they were making.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: They 100% knew. It's like, they're not making Shakespeare. They're making a goofy-ass horror comedy, and they were going to have fun with it. Mm -hmm. And fun they had. They took elements of two, he's looking for a wife again. But this time it's a space wife. <laughs> it's like a, a Leprechaun meets Starship Troopers. Sure. Yeah, you know, it, it, it it falls and very Star much like
1: Star Wars and I mean well, yes, it's like every green lightsaber. Yeah,
0: I mean took just about every space movie from the time and took pulled elements from it. I mean aliens, starship troopers, just all of it and just said, here it is, let's hit I mean it's scary movie but for space and yeah
1: yeah they had a
0: ball with it Mm -hmm. And, and that's
1: why like you know so many times these you know call them whatever you want the lower budget cash grab studio film a lot of times the people like that's the studio is the one just like this is what you get make it make my money Make me a quick buck, blah, blah, blah. The people making it, like in this case, like they're clearly, like you said, they're having fun. They're doing what they can with what they've got. And it's hard for me to fault that.
0: Right. You know, th- they knew they were a horror comedy and they said, you know what? Let's do the damn thing. And yep. it, it it still had some strong story elements, not a strong story but strong story (laughs) elements. You know, and, I mean, it had everything you could want. Love, adventure, almost sex. (laughs) Uh, Giant leprechauns. Giant leprechauns looking down their pants to see giant little leprechauns. Like, hey, all right. You know, I mean, I think that's probably my favorite scene in the whole movie is when he gets enlarged and, like, the first thing he does is look down his pants and say, hey, hey, you know, now we're talking. You know, it's because, I mean, who wouldn't do that? Sure. You know, so it's by far the goofiest of the franchise. Absolutely. And then we... And
1: hold on, just before you say that, let me me just say the one quick thing. Locations. (laughs) Like I said, two, it's a Hollywood tour. Three, Mm -hmm. Las Vegas. Four, space five tell us where we're going
0: we're going to the hood yep and we basically reinvent the franchise at this point it's comedy but it's not as comedic they try to make it a little bit more serious with hints of uh real life thrown in which valiant attempt uh what i did find interesting about this one is i think there's more death from gang violence than there is from the leprechaun sure so that i i thought was really interesting in a you know basically in a slasher film the the victims are taking each other out more than he is sure but we saw the return of the medallion yes so at this point this is the first mm, this is the first, essentially, follow-up to anything from before. Yeah. So, we're, you know, we're finally starting to see that through line. And, you know, you, you see Ice-T has, like, this little leprechaun statue because he got the magic flute. Yeah. And that, that's the other thing. You, you get the magic flute. Yeah. So, another piece to the leprechaun lore. Yep. You know that you know this this hypnotic charms yep yo it really was a reinvention of the wheel and like I I think one through four is essentially its own little franchise and then you move into leap in the hood and then its follow up Mm -hmm. which we'll get to in a minute. And that works as its own little franchise. And then you, you move forward still, but yeah, you know, it, it's interesting to see that they basically went, they tried to go a more serious route with yeah. something that's been a very comedic franchise.
1: Well, and you know, look, uh, you know, black culture in film, you know, is, is, you know, a whole nother genre mm-hmm. in of itself, you know, and imagine putting the leprechaun in like a friday movie yeah you know it's uh, to me it's a That's cool the next setting one. <laughs> you know it, i i enjoy that a lot you know um uh, not trying to you know sound any any sort of anything i don't know like <laughs> as you know uh, uh an almost 40 year old you know white guy like I've always enjoyed black culture and film. Uh, so seeing Leprechaun in that setting is cool. Oh yeah.
0: Well, and it's, it's natural for him. I mean, you know, he's, he's rhyming. He's, you know, he, he very much embraces his new environment.
1: And iced tea kicks ass.
0: 100%. I iced tea is my favorite part of the movie. Uh and ultimately, Leprechaun doesn't get his gold back, he gets his ass kicked, but he comes back to the hood. Yes. Twenty years ago. It's been twenty years since Back to the Hood came out.
1: Okay. Um
0: now that one is a lot more like let's put Lep in Friday. Sure. Because that that one taps more into like the comedic, uh, stylings of Friday, and mm. you know, at least in my opinion, sure. I mean, you you get a lot more of uh, like uh, the friend with weed is a friend indeed, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know just the go- just the goofy shit.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, it's another one of those those cases where, yeah. Look, every said it a few times, and this is kind of where you know this this um line ends but every movie you know after the first is is a setting they let's put him in the hood oh you know what we've kind of like got a revitalized hit here cuz i remember like how big of a deal that was that what leprechauns in the hood like so many people mm-hmm. were interested in that It did well. Oh, well, hey, let's go back to the hood. Oh, yeah. And a lot of times what ends up happening for, you know, so many franchises. Oh, well, this worked. Well, let's double down and do it again. And it almost and I don't even know if it's on purpose, but it almost becomes a parody of itself after that. Mm hmm. And that's kind of what Back to the Hood is. And there's certainly elements of that second one that I enjoy, but I personally don't find it to be quite as strong or memorable.
0: No. Uh, it did kind of drive home the use of the word ninja sure. in, in a couple of memorable scenes that, mm-hmm. look, you want to know the scenes, go watch the movie. Um, It's it's better that way. Uh, you know, but outside of that, yeah, it's just, it, it's a fun it, it, it's a fun version we 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 get some interesting story but outside of that it's it, it's just another fun run a lot right. of fun kills you learn basically we we did get in this one though the never-ending pot of gold ah i i, I did like that edition that, that that i thought was a very interesting add-on to what Has already been laid out before because you know it's always like the crock of gold, crock of gold, crock of gold. This time it's like the little treasure chest, and every time you close it, it fills back up. Yeah, so it made me wonder how he knows how many shillings he had because normally it's like, Oh, I have a hundred shillings.
1: Oh, yeah,
0: you know, now it's just like this never ending thing, so I don't think he can keep track anymore. So that's kind of cool, yeah. And then we don't have a leprechaun movie. For quite some time.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: We don't have another one until 2014. Yeah. Leprechaun Origins. Yep. We reinvent the wheel again. Yes. This time, no Warwick Davis.
1: Nope.
0: Completely different feel. Yes. Like, horror movie. Yeah. Uh, Starring Hornswoggle Mm
1: -hmm.
0: from WWE. I really liked it.
1: I do, too. And here's here's the problem. You know, it, it, it's it's a look, I'm not going to say that it's a great movie either. No, uh, but I think it is a cool leprechaun movie with an asterisk. You know, this almost you know could come across as like apologetic for the film. And, you know, to a certain degree, like I 100% agree with where most people come from, where they're like, wait, what? What is this garbage? Um, This isn't a leprechaun movie. And you're right. It's not the leprechaun.
0: It's a movie with a leprechaun.
1: It's a leprechaun. Unfortunately, you know, it's just um, they tried something different they referred to it as origins, which would have made you think that it was going to be like a, a pre story or a prequel or whatever to the leprechaun we already know. And it is, again, it, it's such a different type of leprechaun. It's not like the swashbuckling horn swoggling leprechaun. It's like a little, like, like more, you know, like, like goblin creature.
0: Yeah. It's like a, like a, Burrowing, man eating gopher almost. And yeah, it's just, he's vicious and brutal. And from a horror standpoint, it is phenomenal. And as a standalone film, I think it is great. I think, you know, where everybody, you know, I I agree, where everybody stumbles is like, oh, this isn't, you know, the leprechaun. Well, Mm -hmm. no. Yeah, you know, they 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 tried to reinvent themselves again. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I think at this at this point they were trying to reinvent themselves without Warwick Davis, without that style of character.
1: Well, and from my understanding now, so I do have a relationship with Hornswoggle, or, you know, Dylan Postel is his name. Uh and he told me that there is there there was um they put an offer out to Warwick Davis to and I don't remember exactly what it was but it it would have just been like a small enough part that would have somehow connected the franchises better mm. and uh from my understanding he politely declined um so they just did away with that but i I guess there was some form of hey let's try to do something here uh and it just didn't work out um now also for the longest time i had wondered if the script originally called for hornswoggle being more of a character because a lot of the early promo stuff very much hammered home that Hornswoggle is the Leprechaun. And then we don't even really see, like, a great <clears throat> glimpse of... I mean, we see glimpses, but we don't ever really see him very well. Anytime that he's, like, on screen, it's more like from his vision... um you know, with with weird camera tricks and stuff and and i asked him too if he had if there was ever a like an original point where like he was supposed to be more of the leprechaun character and he said no that was not the case hmm. um that it was always supposed to be more of this creature thing but i i still thought that was a very odd choice yeah on you know uh, wwe or you know whoever the exact you know uh, uh, writer or you know producer was who came up with the idea i always thought that was an odd thing to you know when wwe started to make movies again those were like the two kind of big things they were pushing was ceno evil with kane and leprechaun with with Hornswoggle mm-hmm. and you know see No Evil and See No Evil 2 are they're slasher movies and Kane is he is Michael Myers, you know, essentially. How did you not make Hornswoggle the leprechaun? Right. Uh odd choices I do think. But again, outside of all that, uh wanted to try and give a little perspective, you know, from you know the guy that played the character. Uh but Outside of all that, I still think it's a pretty cool story for a leprechaun and how it, it, it's almost like, you know, more like the myths of it, almost like Halloween and trick-or-treating. You know, you leave your 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 bowl of candy or a treat or whatever on your doorstep so the spirits, you know, like can take that and leave. You know, they leave a gold watch hanging or or whatever, like it's you're leaving gifts, mm-hmm. so the leprechaun doesn't bother you. Essentially, uh, so I think there's a lot of really fun stuff about this movie. <coughs> but anyway,
0: you you had mentioned uh, Warwick Davis in a uh, small part, and uh, it reminded me of a note I had for when we were in Vegas. Mm. We get to briefly see. Back in three, a out of make it out of makeup Warwick Davis in the casino, when Cody is walking through the casino, and okay. I, I, I've always thought that scene was uh, fun because like when Cody comes into the casino, there's Warwick sitting at a slot machine wearing a little green uh, sweater and like brown fedora just sitting there playing the slots.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. I've always thought that was a fun uh, little throwaway shot. And then we don't have to wait another 14 years. We wait four years for 2018's Leprechaun Returns. Yes. Now, this is essentially, I don't want to say victim, but it's another one of the 2018 uh, uh, sequels, I guess. Because right around this time, everything was getting a direct sequel.
1: Mm. Yeah, this Critters got one. Uh, something else maybe that I'm not remembering. Um,
0: and this, yeah, this is essentially what should have been Leprechaun 2. Because we're back to the original house. We see Ozzy again. I mean, it's...
1: I mean, it is all these years later. Right.
0: You know, so, you know, it, it, it's it, it's very well timed out. It's just it, it's interesting that, you know, we, we've now reinvented the wheel at least twice. And now we've gone back. Yes. Yeah. You know, and I, I think. I think ultimately that's why we're kind of at a standstill now on Leprechaun is they're not sure where to go. I know where I'd like to see it go.
1: Sure. Um, I love this movie. Oh, yeah it is the most violent um the most uh, you know look the the leprechaun has always looked pretty good mm-hmm. with his you know makeup and you know all of that um but this one's like special effects uh practical effects are really good right and uh it, it just it comes from a great team, um, people who've put out uh, some really cool horror movies over the years. Uh, kind of you know more independent or, or sometimes almost art house kind of. Um, they they put out they worked on uh, the trauma film Father's Day. They worked on I think it's called uh, the Visitor. Uh, They've worked on some like A24 type stuff and um, anyway, you know, look into who they are, uh, what they've worked on and you'll be like, oh, damn, like they've got some some credits and for them to work on um, a leprechaun movie that was made directly straight to sci fi, which, again, has a negative thing for all these Mm -hmm. years like it. It is. It's cool. And for it to have that original setting of the first movie, and you know, it's is it Jennifer Aniston's daughter? Yeah, you know, and like they even have like a Jennifer Aniston voiceover, uh, or a a, a sound alike. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Ozzy's back, and uh, it's just I, if for some reason you were like, ah leprechaun movies aren't that great to begin with the last one wasn't any good why should i even give this a chance it's not warwick davis it's someone that looks like and is acting like him i would heavily advise you to reconsider giving this a shot because again i'm not going to say it's great you know but for a leprechaun movie like boy if it's not one of the out. don't look at the nostalgia of it. If it's not one of the, the best made and most creative ones. Oh, 100%. You know, that's, that's my, my view on it, but it's, it's cool.
0: Well, and with this one, it, it, it was when Warwick officially said he was done with the franchise. Hmm. Cause they offered him a role in this one as well. And, you know, he, he's like, you know, Hey, I have kids. And with, you know, looking at where the genre is now, don't don't really see myself wanting to uh, pick this up right now. So, yeah, I'm going to pass. Yep. <clears throat> so the end of an era beginning of a new you know, story. Yep. Out of watching all of this, I would like to see Leprechaun team up with Art the Clown.
1: Oh, yeah. I've I, This is a thing you've had in your mind for a while. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, you have the silent guy with art and you have the mouthpiece with Leprechaun. I mean, let's put the two together. You're in for a bloody night on the town.
1: Yeah, I would be remiss if I went without mentioning this. What originally started as a joke. Darren Lynn Bowsman, director of many Saw films, very big in the horror genre at one point he had mentioned that he wanted to make a leprechaun movie in the old west and fans took off with that now this was like 10 years ago at this point but every saint patrick's day like i'll bet you can go through and see somebody tag Darren Lynn Bowsman somewhere and say, Hey, when do we get this leprechaun movie? <laughs> it happens all the time. And he even said he's like, Yeah, it started as a joke, but like now I, I really kind of want to do it. And um he obviously through Saw and Repo the Genetic Opera and other films, probably, you know, he has a relationship with Lionsgate films. Mm-hmm. Who owns the rights to Leprechaun? Why, why isn't this happening? He, you know, in his mind, it's very similar to, uh you know, something like Vegas, like it's the perfect setting for the Leprechaun, the old west, you gold know. Gold rush. Gold yeah. rush, exactly. um Why can't we get the Leprechaun in different settings? That's, that's what the, the, I, I don't know math. Uh, what 80 percent of the franchise is is a setting yeah it's been mentioned several times in this episode hollywood vegas space, the hood the hood again
0: location location location
1: exactly why not the old west right um so uh, i clamor for that Mm -hmm. i hope someday it happens um We'll see.
0: I just want to see him palling around with like an old drunk prospector. Uh, sure. That would be sure. amazing.
1: You know, and look, there's gonna be the, uh, you know, the ladies of the nights. You know, uh, uh bar fights. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the uh, shoot off the. I, I why can't I think of what it's called?
0: The shootouts.
1: Sh- yeah. Yeah, you know, stand back to back and walk 10 paces, turn around, or, you know, like, there's just so many stupid mm-hmm. <laughs> tropes of oh, yeah. the Leprechaun and Westerns that you mix those two together, and I think we've got a recipe for just another silly and creative Leprechaun movie.
0: Oh, 100%. So,
1: anyway, that's that's what I want to see. Overall... I enjoy the Leprechaun series quite a bit. Leprechaun in space and maybe back to the hood are my least favorites. Three, Hood, Returns, probably my favorites. One, two, uh, Origins, all like somewhere in the middle towards the top of, I I just enjoy them. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of my quick ranking.
0: So where can listeners keep up with you?
1: Okay. Um, I've got a wrestling-themed podcast uh, as part of um, Matt Cardona, Brian Myers, and Mark Sterling of the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. Um, As part of their major pod network, I have a show called The Major World Order where we interview people from within that community talking about wrestling collectibles and uh, just collecting in general. Uh, You can check us out, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all at Major World Order. It's on uh, Apple, Spotify, uh, Amazon to listen to all of that. Uh, I have a band, a horror-themed punk band called Graveyard Smash. You can listen to it on Apple, Spotify, Amazon. Just look for Graveyard Smash. And uh, a podcast with Moose that he uh, mentioned briefly and you've maybe heard commercials for in the past, the Zoobly Zoo podcast, where him and I and the star of Zoobly Zoo, the children's uh, educational show with anthropomorphic animals, Lookout Bear himself, Michael B. Moynihan, is the host where we go over every single episode of Zoobly Zoo.
0: And you can find me and other great podcasters over at electronicmediacollective.com. Or if you just want to find me, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at Moose Media Inc. Just look for the Moose. And if you are going to be in the Omaha area, or just want to come to the Omaha area around, say, April 1st, you can actually see Graveyard Smash in concert at the Waiting Room Lounge in Benson. And later in the month... April, the weekend of April 21st, 22nd, and 23rd in Grand Island, Nebraska. You can come hang out with Monster Mash alum Wyatt Weed at Grand Comic Fest. Get your tickets at grand.ticketleap, grandcomicfest.ticketleap.com. More information in the links in the episode description.
1: And, real quick, Wyatt Weed, one of the main predators in Predator 2, so... Right. You know, for you horror fans, that's a uh, pretty pretty big deal. I'll say, go back, listen, list of... I'll
0: say, go back, listen to his episode, come hang out with him, come hang out with us. Mm-hmm. Just have a grand old time. That's right. And as always, Billy, this has been fun. Mm-hmm. Listeners, make sure you tune in next month for an all-new episode of Moose's Monster Mash. Billy, we'll have you on again sometime, but let's wait a few I'm months. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And until We've got to get a uh,
1: counter how many I've been on so far.
0: That uh, should be pretty easy. You're in the top five of uh, most downloaded pretty uh, consistently.
1: You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> just just plain. You put me on good episodes, uh, good episode topics.
0: <laughs> right. And listeners, until next time, mash on. This has been Moose's monster badge. Come back for more chills and thrills if you
1: dare. <laughs>